0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Buko Boys. (laughs) Welcome back. You knew it was coming, didn't you? (laughs) I should have known. (laughs) You're going with the deep intro. Yeah. What's up, everybody? I am Dale. And I'm DVO. And we are the Buko Boys. That's us. (laughs) They're buko shaped heads. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I should have known you were going to do that, Exactly. You knew it was coming. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. This is, what, 86. And this is pretty much like halloween week this is yeah halloween is is next week a week from today this a sunday yeah. morning that we're recording yeah we normally do sunday night so this is new for us <laughs> yeah we're up early you got me out of bed for this <laughs> i did i'm like hey we have things to do today. Normally, I'd be fishing right now, so we don't do mornings. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is true. But it's shit weather, so here I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's raining, and uh, who knows if it'll turn to snow? I don't know. It's, ve- it's, it's very uh, fall-like outside today. I love it. Yeah, I'm, d- I'm down with this rain. We need it because our lakes are dry as shit. So we, we do need it, and I love fall. I love the smell of like, the because le- the leaves are falling, and then when they're wet, it smells so good. I don't know why I think it smells so good. I don't know if you agree but I love this, like fall has a smell. Pumpkin spice smell. Let's talk about pumpkin spice. Cause I started thinking about pumpkin spice and why did we start talking about pumpkin spice? I don't even remember. Cause why. we were talking about my cool new flannels I just got. Oh yeah. You ordered some flannels. Yeah. So also, also a fall thing. thing. I should, we just specify flannel shirts. You weren't buying like just flannel material to knit or anything. Right, right. No, <laughs> there's this brand that I was told about that I was like, I'm gonna check these out and they're pretty dope. So anyways, I ordered a couple based off the the style, the way they looked, and the colors on them. Uh-huh. So I got this one that was all Rasta colored. I'm like, hell yeah, I like this Rasta colors on this, mainly black. And uh, I get it. The tag on it has the logo on it, along with, you flip it over, comes with its own papers. Rolling papers. Oh, what? This is cool as shit. And then I get another one, and it's uh, black and yellow looking. I'm like, this is kind of dope looking it's like a bumblebee. Yeah. Anyways, turns out to be Wu-Tang style the killer bees anyways it's called bring the uh, the ruckus oh shit called the ruckus and it's all wu-tanged out and everything comes with this cool little sticker anyways talked about this other one i ordered i haven't got yet and it's orange and black and i'm thinking you know it's kind of pumpkin-y pumpkin patchy so i said oh maybe it'll come with some pumpkin seeds to plant in your own pumpkin garden. yes pumpkin. that was I mean... oh or maybe it'll come a little packet of pumpkin spice to sprinkle and uh and then, and then said, here we are talking well, about then you pumpkin said, you spice you said well it'd be kind of brown and i said wait a minute what is pumpkin spice the is there pumpkin in pumpkin spice yeah because i was saying yeah the one i ordered was black and orange yeah and if it was pumpkin spice yeah it would have to be brown and orange and i felt disappointed because as much as the booga boys love pumpkin spice I really didn't know what pumpkin spice really was. I just I knew how delicious it was. I schooled you on some pumpkin spice. So yeah, you did, and I looked it up. It's actually, it's 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 some spices, and you put it on a pumpkin, or you mix it with pumpkin flavoring. Ah, <sighs> so good. Yeah, uh, it's just spices. You have to add it to pumpkin in order for the full flavor to become yes. pumpkin spice. And it works like magic. Yes. And uh, you kind of gave me some ideas of what you think it might be. So I said, let's look it up. So we looked it up. And it, there's, it, I found it. And I got three out of the four ingredients. Yes. So here are the ingredients. So if you're wondering, how do I make my own pumpkin spice? Because you can do it yourself. It's cinnamon. Now, I don't know all the rations or the partials out of how you want to do it. Make it your own. Do, yeah, do it to your taste. But it's cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger. That one threw me out. That's one you didn't get. Yeah, that's the one I that's didn't That's the one know. that kind of threw us for loop. And then cloves and or allspice. So cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, cloves, and/or allspice. Yeah, I, I was thrown off by the ginger. I had no idea. I mean, yeah, I would not have guessed that, and I'm so glad because I love ginger. But I guess that what it gives it that spice, the bite. There it is. Yeah. There it is. The ginger. Oh, pumpkin spice, so good. I, so here's a funny thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Around this time of year, back at my old, my old life, my old <laughs> job, when I worked a nine to five, uh huh. Um, I would bring a little. Packet, not a packet, those things you buy at the store, but it's pre made pumpkin spice. Okay, yeah. Uh huh. And I put that in my coffee. I would get that and I put it on yogurt because I was working at Dannon. So I would have a, a vanilla yogurt and I'd throw pumpkin spice on it. Just because, you know why? I want. I want pumpkin spice on anything at the moment, <laughs> but then that, now that I, now that you when you say things like that, now that I know, it's, it's not gonna to give, give it pumpkin flavor. No, just spice. It's just spice. It's, it's, just, just, it's just spice. It's, it's false spice, basically. Yes, yeah. It's like false spices <laughs> and just trick your mind into thinking, oh, there's pumpkin spice. But if you with a vanilla, if you would have put like a little bit of pumpkin puree and then the pumpkin spice, oh my goodness! Correct. You are correct. Yeah. Then you'd have pumpkin spice yogurts, um, which I've done, and it's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You can buy cans of pumpkin puree. You can buy those little things of pre-made pumpkin spice, and you can put it all together and have your own pumpkin spice day. So I, this time of year, I get, uh, in my in my Keurig, I have a little uh, Starbucks pumpkin spice cups, K-cups, and then I'll, I'll brew me up some, throw a little bit of uh, pumpkin spice on that. Man, oh man. So good. I should throw some pumpkin spice on the trout I've been smoking. Hmm. No, I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, it, it'll do a lot of work for you, but you have to do it with love. And how <laughs> much love you can give to pumpkin spice trout. Yeah, I that love you weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into the story. Um, this story uh, is, was recently in Yuma, Arizona. You watched the video, and if you guys have seen it, it's kind of going viral, this video. And it's uh, a guy in a, in a gas just station. A guy. He's yeah. an ex-marine. Yes, he's actually a Marine's Air Winger, and he works at the U.S. Army Yuma Proving Ground. So he works there. It was about 4:30 in the morning on October 2nd in Yuma, Arizona. He went in on his way to work. Thought, hey, I need some, I need some energy. I need to give me some monsters. So that's what he went in for. This is about 4:30 in the morning, and these three guys walk in. Uh, the first guy has a gun, and He's going to point it, and this gentleman, thirty-two-year-old uh, James Kilser, like again, he's he was a Marine's air winger in his uh, heyday, <laughs> and now he just kind of says, "I'm just I'm just a chubby guy now, mm-hmm. uh, nothing special about me." But but three suspects walked in, at least one with a gun. They all and... had masks on, so it was easy to know they were suspects. Yeah, yeah, it kind of <laughs> helps. And actually, could you tell in the video if they were black, white, brown, or anything? Yeah, you could see their hands. Oh, okay. What color were they? Black. They're black. Here's the thing. The stories I've read have never mentioned anything about their skin color. And I like that. Yeah, you don't need to. You don't need to, Right? exactly. It's, this, it's a story about people, people this that is, are alive. This and... is the story. It was either about this gentleman, James Kilser, or the fact that the one with the gun was 14 years old. That's all they talked about. That he was an ex-marine, or still works with, with the military, I don't know what. And that the boy was 14. I love the fact that they've never talked about skin color. I'm going to just point that out real quick. Yeah, because that, was, that always seemed to be in the headlines. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter. And nobody cares. I like, uh, for me, I don't care. But some people use that as fear, to like exactly. racial fear. Exactly. I hate that shit. So I just want to say real quick, um, great. And the, and the, the main article, because I, I saw this on multiple platforms, but the main one I was just reading the story of was on Coffee or Die. And this is owned by Black Rifle Coffee, so I, and I'm a, I'm a fan of theirs. But anyway, um, so James Kilser was interviewed. Buy coffee or die, and uh, so what he said was in his head. He he walked. They they walk in, and what he did was he was he was kind of talking to the clerk as he was kind of walking away, and he said he heard the door rip open. So he kind of glanced to see what was happening. Well, the first guy that walks in, or the first kid, I should say, actually, he can see he's holding a gun. And in James's head, Mr. Kilster's head, he's saying in his head he's thinking, "Take one more step, mother effer That's what was going through his head, and. Uh, The kid took one more step and he just instantly just went in action. He said that his goal was to with one hand grab the gun and with the other hand grab the kid's head and neck and kinda like to kinda control him. But (laughs) <laughs> that was what his idea was, but he forgets in his hand are his keys and a bag of Monster Energy so like, drinks. Looks like he punches him with it. It looks like he basically kind of punches him, and he actually does. He actually does connect with the bag of drinks. Yeah, that's what I it's saw. It's the <laughs> bag of drinks that connects with the kid, not Mister Kilser's fists, because <laughs> he wasn't trying to punch him. He was trying to detain him and hold him. But he says that he thinks the bag of of uh, drinks broke his nose because oh, the shit. kid was the kid was all bloody. Well, what the video doesn't show is they wrestled for the gun, because he kind of mm-hmm. knocked the gun down, and they wrestled for it. And um, Mr. Kilser... His, yeah, you see his hand push the gun down, and the other hand swing the bag of drinks yeah, out of Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, so they wrestled down to the ground. Mr. Kilser ends up getting control of the gun, and he peels off four trigger pulls. But none of them go off. Mr. Kilser remembers counting the trigger pulls, one, two, three, four, and nothing happens. He thinks that during the struggle, um, um, it kind of jammed up, because as Who he was, pulled the trigger, Mister Kilser. Oh, he was trying to fire at these. He was trying kids. to fire at the kids. Oh, gotcha. So when he couldn't, uh, when he couldn't do it, he put the gun to the kid's head because he wasn't sure if the other two were going to come trying to jump him. Mm-hmm. He was going to. He wasn't planning on shooting the kid in the head. Because he was, I think he was basically on top of the kid. Oh damn! I would have seen. I would have liked to see his part of the video. I know. And I don't know. Maybe it was probably out of frame or something. They probably, probably. can't show that. Oh, part. That's true too. He's fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah. So, but he was in sure those other two kids were going to jump him. So he quickly puts the gun to the kid's head to kind of just kind of as, as leverage. But he didn't realize the other two. They took off real quick. They didn't last. Once they saw that guy, Mister Kilser, jump in action, they were gone. Well, yeah, I think when kids are doing stupid shit like this, they're not prepared for fighting back. Exactly. Like, they're they're just going this going, give me all your money and hoping to get the money and leave without uh-huh. any confrontation. Right. And when confrontation happens, they don't, they probably don't know what to do. <laughs> they're like, oh, shit, someone's fighting us. Oh, no. And, yeah, these kids are young, too. They don't know how to respond Because, like, to I think uh, store clerks and things like that wouldn't... They think they get taught when people come in demanding money that they just give it to them. Yeah, yeah. Don't risk your life over this right, yeah. money. Yeah, yeah. So these guys coming in are just like, yeah, we're easy money. Exactly. Especially at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, nobody's in there usually. Uh-huh. Oh, but guess what? Not the right place that yeah, day. 32-year-old James Kilser, former Marine, going to whip some ass. Armed so, with monster energy drinks. And so, all, so what Mr. Kilser said is he was on top of the kid. The kid's bloody, and he's a wet mess because he's bloody and crying. He's like, and I think he, he probably needed to change his pants too. Oh, shit. And so um, he goes, how old are you? And the kid goes, 14. He goes, you're going to life... You're going to prison, and he started kind of um, having a little bit of sympathy for this kid because he's 14 years old, and he just got his ass kicked. And he kind of have a little bit of sympathy, and he's like, "This is probably a toy gun," because you know nothing happened when he fired it. And he kind of was messing with it, and boom, a chamber came out,
1: a round came out,
0: landed in his hand. It was a 22 round, Mm. and then he started getting pissed again because he did have a, a real live. And so Mr. Kilser was like, "Yeah, you're you're waiting here." So he told he told the clerk, "Lock the door. Tell everyone to leave. um, Call the police." And police came and detained detained the kid. And so now that Mr. Uh, Kilser is kind of viral in a sense, uh, "Coffee or die." When they interviewed him, just kind of you know was interviewing, and uh, Mr. Kilser has one statement that he wants to say now that the spotlight is on him. The statement is, "Epstein didn't kill himself." (laughs) That's his statement i thought it was great (laughs) but um you know (laughs) (laughs) oh that's a whole nother rabbit hole that we've had a whole episode on. yeah yeah and there's uh what's her name maxine uh his ex-girlfriend yeah what's going on with that i don't know uh i thought that was supposed to go down in like what march yeah, I, I've been wanting to know what's going on with that. Uh, like, is she on suicide watch? Quote, unquote, suicide watch? Yeah, or... I think she was, actually. Or is she naming names? Or, like, what's that was going we, on with this trial? This trial is supposed to be going yeah, down. Yeah, we, we need to look into that, because that's definitely something we need to follow up with. Because I want to know if she's going to spill the beans. I want to know who these pedos are. I'm going to say right now, she didn't kill herself. Yeah, <laughs> if she does kill herself, she didn't kill herself. Yeah, if she suicides herself, she didn't. <laughs> she didn't suicide herself. herself. Yeah, I want to know about that. Um, but Mr. Killser, he's actually grew up in New York, and so he kind of has this mentality of always just kind of being prepared. You never know what's going to happen, and so he's like, I don't, I don't look at myself as some Ricky Recon hero. It just, I just think I, I have the ideology that most people would do something like this, or they would, you know. Care for their life because he kind of said, I kind of saw it playing out in my head as this was happening. Like, hey, who knows what these kids are going to do? Who knows if they're going to shoot me or what? I'm going to jump into action before they do anything to me. I think that's that takes a lot of balls, too. Yeah. Whenever you see stuff like that happen, other people in the store kind of just start backing away. And, right, right. And they're like, do your thing, man. You yeah. got the gun. And he kind of was, I, I kind of get the impression that he also was maybe in that mentality like, I'm just going to wait, going to, you know, not do anything. But then in his head, he's like, but if you take one more step, I can probably reach you. It's kind of what his action, what his thoughts. Because that is. guy walks right past him, like he's yeah. not even giving him any attention. Right, he's focused on the clerk. Yeah, and as he's walking past, he's like, just looking. He goes, "Not today, bitch." Well, <laughs> <laughs> not today. Exactly. What? So, brother, what do you think you would do in a situation like that? I guess it would really depend on how, like, how many people just walk in with yeah. guns and, and all that, and if I'm in a good position to do something about it. Okay. Um, I would like to stop something like that from happening, but I also sure, don't sure. want to get killed. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I don't want to put my life in danger. Exactly. So I would probably do something in the event that, say, there was only one guy came in and I had his back. Uh huh. And he was over here giving all his attention to the clerk. Now, here's sucker punch time, bitch. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah I hear I've actually had dreams of this. I've had dreams of things like this. Can you actually like connect and make punches in your dreams? So let me give you an example. I had a, I had a dream. Um, I think I've had two dreams of store robberies that I was in. I think one of, in one of the dreams I was in the back by the, by the coolers and drinks and stuff like that. And somebody, I can't remember exactly what were the, I don't know if it was a holdup or what was happening, but I ended up grabbing the person throwing them up into the ceiling, catching them, (laughs) throwing them to the ground. And I did that maybe two or three times, throwing them up into the ceiling and then catching them and throwing them down to the ground. Just basically just super body slamming, (laughs) like no one's business. So that was one dream. Another dream, I was actually, and I, and I remember this was like, I remember it was like something, it was like, it was like a sunny day and it was like the convenience store was maybe by the beach. So I kind of had the feeling and vibes and I'm, and I think I was either walking to the front, either because I was going to pay or I had just paid, and then somebody was stealing something from the back and they were running towards the front. And they said, oh, stop them. And I, so I'm facing, I'm, I'm facing the clerk, because either I paid or I was about to pay. They're running from behind me, and I'm just kind of like through my peripheral kind of watching them running from the, behind the store to the front, and I turn around and clock them straight in the nose, and they just fall backwards. I wake up and my hand hurts. You punch the wall? I wondered if I punched the wall. (laughs) I'm not sure, but my hand hurts. And so i'm not i wouldn't be surprised if i just clocked the wall next to me <laughs> i would not be surprised by that have you seen this video has been viral it, it's always used in compilations and it's like this quick little video and it's somebody who like stole somebody's purse they're running and this other guy who's walking his backs oh, towards yes. the guy uh-huh. and he sees he kind of looks over his shoulder sees the guy which running. is what i was doing in my dream and uh, he like times it perfectly rounds house this guy oh, right in the it's face beautiful it's, it's like a- in a mall right or like on a sidewalk or in a mall. Yeah. But it's like in a walkway. He's walking with his girlfriend or wife yeah. or whatever. And this guy snatches a purse, running, looks over his shoulder. Roundhouse, bitch. Oh, my and God. Beautiful. It was a beautiful yes. connection, too. I know it. It's, it's great. It looks like it maybe happened in Russia. I don't know. Because oh. there were a lot of tracksuits. There's a lot of tracksuits in that video, it seemed like. Could have been in the 80s, baby. <laughs> um, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it, it was a beautiful, it's beautiful. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. So, yeah, good, good story. I, I, I think... I would like to think that I would... I'd be smart. Exactly. I don't want to die. So, if it was at a distance, I'm kind of keeping my distance. I'm not I'm not creeping up on anybody. I'm keeping my distance. Uh, but if it's in near proximity, I think I would also kind of jump on the opportunity. Because, yeah, at the same time, whenever you see people do shit like this, they always end up seeing everybody else in there. Give me your wallet. Give me your phones. They're always, like, robbing everyone else in there, too. Uh-huh. So, if I'm in there and... I got an opportunity to take i I definitely wouldn't want to get myself in a position to get shot but i would definitely take a a sneak attack (laughs) exactly exactly we got another story to share oh yeah speaking of sneak attacks and killings and stuff okay alec baldwin Uh uh-huh famous actor famous actor fan of the show alec baldwin yes (laughs) big fan of boogle boys (laughs) he killed somebody on thursday on set which we don't condone (laughs) which we don't condone killing anyone on set Um, anyways, he's filming a, filming a movie called Rust out in New Mexico. Okay, um, he's also the producer. All right, um, or I think it's him and his brothers, the the Baldwin's, are producing this, and he's also starring in it and I think directing it. I, I th- maybe not directing it, but anyways, um, he was given a prop gun. Okay, fired it off a few times, ended up killing. What is a prop gun? Is it is it rubber bullets? Is it just bangs? Like what? What are prop guns? Or all of the above? I think it's a real gun with blank bullets in it because they will fire live rounds uh-huh and they make blanks for so uh, I believe it is a real gun just made with not made to be not loaded and then you load in the blank rounds knowing that they're blanks so does something project out, do you know if anything projects out of these blanks broken? yeah yeah, yeah. The, uh, they're still like gases and uh, gunpowder and small it's, amounts right. of, of uh this little debris. Debris. Okay, but there's nothing projecting out of it. No rubber or anything like that. No, nothing okay. like that. But there's still enough in there to kill you. Like, there's been times where blanks have killed people because they think because they're blanks that they're harmless. So, there was a guy years ago um, messing around on set with a blank. And he was like, Oh, this can't hurt me. Put it to his head, shot it. The blank went off, no bullets came out, but it still killed him. Just because like projectiles flying into his head. I think yeah. that or the pressure of the bang, like the bang probably oh, rattled oh. his head too. Huh, so I'm sure that maybe some projectiles went into it. I'm not positive, but I know he died. I know the most famous is Brandon Lee, but they actually had a live round. Right. That and it, well, that was also supposed to be a prop gun or a, they call it a cold gun. huh. And then, yeah, he had Someone a live for, round in it, somehow, which I don't understand how live rounds show up on set. Good point. Like, it's a movie set. Mm, there should never point. be live rounds on movie sets. I might have to dive into this. Because I know there's some conspiracy theories around Brandon Lee and Bruce Lee's death. Right, yeah, I know about that. This might be, but, this might be another episode we might have to get into. But yeah, so, because there's, tr- come to find out when I was looking into the story, there's actually a person who's called the armorer, or the the yeah. head armorer, who is in charge of the weapons on set. It makes sense to have some. And just for that position, this lady who's the armor, her name was uh, what was her name? I just saw it It was something, it was uh, Hannah Gutierrez. Yeah, Hannah Gutierrez, she was the armor, and this is only her second project. Okay, so she just started, I think she just had done a movie with Nicolas Cage, and that was her first time being head armor, and that was in September. And then this is, I think, her second project. All right. Um, but she grew up in the movie business. That's what her dad did. So she's just following her dad's footsteps. Okay. Um, so she's grown up around guns, know all about guns and everything. So she's proficient, but maybe just not good. Maybe she was just cutting corners. I don't know. But I guarantee she probably won't work again after this. Oh, boy. Uh, but anyways, uh, Alec Baldwin was handed the gun. And was and the person who handed him the gun, an assistant director, they yell out "cold gun." Uh-huh. That means it's it's set up for you. It's cold. It there's just blanks in there. He fires off some rounds and kills some people. They were actors. No, one was a director of photography. So he was. He, what was he doing? Just playing around? No, I think he was firing, but like you're not know, like actually aiming, right? Oh, so he just was shooting. He wasn't like really thinking. He didn't care who was in front of it right, because exactly. he just. He didn't that's a anything. prop gun with see, blanks in it. I so see. he's not just going bang, 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 bang. Okay, so he's not pointing to shoot at them directly. He just no, was like just okay, okay film in cool, the movie, Let me just kind of pull a trigger a couple times. No that. No, I think they were actually filming the 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 scene. Oh, okay, I'm I'm with you. And I'm with you. she's the head of photography. She's the director of photography. So she's got the camera right in front of him. I got. So you. he's probably pointing it right at her while she's filming at it. the camera and fires it, shooting her. And then I don't know how many rounds he shot, but he killed her. Oh, my And, gosh. Then, and then hurt another person. Uh, the oh other person. He hurt. His So the direct photographer, her name was Helena Hutchins. She's 42. and That's terrible. Right. Yeah. So he, he ends up shooting her. So my, my guess, I'm not there, but I'm, this is just my idea. She's a camera person. She's holding the camera. She's filming, and he's got the gun pointing probably at the camera to, yeah. you know, for the scene. Makes sense. And boom, shoots her. That's crazy. And then, I don't know how many rounds he shot, but some that bullet penetrates into her. Uh, she's still alive, but they get medics showing up, air flight her. And another guy who was there, um, his name was Joel Sousa. I don't know how many rounds got shot. I don't know where he was standing or what his position was there. But, yeah, he ended up getting hurt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so, yeah, Alec Baldwin, he's just like, I'm sure he's all bent out of shape over it. But there's... There's, th- now it comes down to, okay, they're the producers. Uh-huh. Now, where's the liability lie? So, like, everybody's getting sued on this. He, uh, okay. I, I think the armorer, that's their job. Right. And uh, I know he's, hes like, being really uh, sensitive with the family and everything right now because of, you know, he's trying to, like, be as cooperative as he can with this. And, yeah, there's just... It's crazy that... This is going on still, like, how the hell are live rounds showing up on sets? Yeah, that's my main question, is, is how is this live round on set? So if the armorer should come in with only prop, with guns and, and props for the guns, so this else. is So this is what I was reading, It like, all, all the negligence on this seems to be crazy, just because when somebody gets handed a live, uh, or a, a prop gun, uh-huh. and they say it's a cold gun, it should be empty of rounds, no rounds whatsoever. Right. And then there's a second person that comes in to check, and they double-check to make sure uh, blanks are being loaded. So there's two forms of checking going on on this. Mm-hmm. And it seems like this was already preloaded, sitting on a table, and then just picked up and handed to him. I also can't think of why music or movie... Um... Well, here's the funny... This is not funny, but the way it was, I was reading it, it said there was a table with three prop guns sitting on it. Uh-huh. And this assistant director grabbed one, yelled out cold gun, and handed it to Alec Baldwin. Now, these prop guns that are sitting here on this table, what if maybe somebody, uh, a stage actor or, you know, some, uh, some background actor or whatever, just sees... Guns laying on the table. Oh, this is where everybody leaves their guns. Pulls out his gun <laughs> and just leaves it there. Mate, yeah. Like, oh, no, guns on set. Sorry. We, we oh, this is where we leave our guns. Okay, <laughs> okay gotcha. This, I'll put my gun right here. But I can't see why these, these uh, um, the, the prop people, why, why they can't go to like Glock or Winchester or Smith & Wesson and say, hey, can you make, you know, we're going to pay for it, but can you just make us a fake gun that, that won't even shoot a live ammunition? I don't know why they can't. Where it has to be a specific size round like blanks like movie prop guns have to be a specific size that there's no actual uh, bullets made for that size exactly like maybe it's like like this, maybe the size of like a 22 but the barrel looks a little bit bigger just what for, that, for what movies. size is there that there isn't this round for? well like maybe like on the internal is the barrel's the size of like a 22 it's so tiny and thin but, but towards the end it just looks a little bigger because it's a uh, um for the for the for the look of it I don't know. I just kind of don't see why they have to use real guns and then put blanks in. I don't know why they can't go to these gun manufacturers and say, hey, can you make us just something? Yeah, just for Hollywood. Like like, like Paramount, Sony, um, even Netflix, these big producers, production companies. Just say, hey, we're going to order like a hundred of these. Why don't you start making these guns? Well, not. I'm not not in the industry, so I'm not too worried about And sell them to the movie industry. I know. Hey, this is a good idea. If you guys want to coin, we me give out free it. ideas all the time. It's true. People could become millionaires off every episode. These guys deal like crazy, and I feel bad for Alec. He he's not. I'm planning on killing anybody that day. You know, it's one thing like like Mister James Kilser who wants to you know protect his life and someone else's life where he he jumps into action, um, and you you know hey you know I I'm I'm willing to kill this person to to save the lives of these other people, but when you just walk into production set. And you're like, okay, well, we're going to do a little bit of acting today, have a little fun, go, get to the craft table, have some goodies. I don't plan on killing anybody today. Well, now, here's also where more liability comes that might be an issue. Uh-huh. Um, I guess, so this all happened on Thursday. And I guess before Thursday, there had been some crew members who had quit already mm-hmm. be, due to safety concerns. So Thursday the 21st, October yeah. 21st. so prior to Thursday, um, a few crew members had quit. Due to safety concerns and COVID concerns, um, uh, I don't know they, negligence then, on set. And they said, yeah, negligence on set where a stunt double had fired off live rounds, thinking it was a prop gun as For well. The same movie, same that, movie. Oh, geez. same movie set. Uh, stunt double f- fired off rounds, uh, thinking it was a prop gun, and live rounds went off. And but the thing is, is all is that it wasn't actually officially reported, and so there's no. Um, it, that's just hearsay as of now. Because no one was hurt. They just let's make a note of this. Yeah. Bring live ammo on set. But if that already happened, you'd think they would be more involved into double checking things that everybody, this ain't a gun for your this ain't a table for your guns, all right? <laughs> this is a table for prop guns. <laughs> Everyone keeps showing up and putting their real guns on here. So this is like strike two for the armorer that resulted in death. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how I'm looking at I'm like this armorer has effed up twice now in the same movie in the same movie probably within a, 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 a one or two weeks time span would be my guess and the way uh i was th- i was reading parts of the interview she had where she was talking about her role and what she does and all that and the way she speaks doesn't sound like somebody who would be in charge of something oh boy so i don't know the real role of armor i don't know if these guns are just they're some personal guns or that are also used for movies i'm or not if they sure. just use them for movies because if, if if you've never owned or bought a gun before just 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 so you know they don't they're not like staplers like when you buy a stapler they come with a few staples you know <laughs> guns don't come with a few bullets they don't all right, you have to buy ammunition separate so guns just don't come with ammo you have to buy that so if these if these guns are used for movie purposes then there really shouldn't be any live ammo around Right, they should be kept in places with yeah. only blanks. But again, if these are used for movies um, or and their personal use, maybe maybe these, these blanks maybe these should be like a maybe color. should make more money so you can buy guns just for movies. Yeah, <laughs> or the or the bullets they use make them like paint them orange or something. I don't know. Like these are orange. These are really bright orange because they're not real. <laughs> yeah. We'll CGI them brass later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, so I mean a lot of lot going on with this and I know Alec Baldwin's commu- uh, cooperating with police for for the investigation and he's like, you know, of course distraught over the situation yeah. but holy shit. Some he's going to lose a lot of money on this, I guarantee. Even though he's like trying to help this family out. They've already raised like a like the first day that it happened. Uh-huh. Uh they've made a GoFundMe instantly raised 100,000. Okay. So I mean, she's going to be taken care of uh for, for her expenses and all that, for sure. But, damn, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Um, hmm. sh- oh, the worst thing about it was she had a nine-year-old. Ah oh, man. That's, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, sad. Sad event. What was the name of the movie going to be called? Rust. Did they have a, a release date? I'm mean, using productions, so I think they take a couple years. Yeah, so yeah, it's just barely being filmed, so I doubt there's a release date for okay. it. Okay. Um, well... Well, moving on from one death story to the next, I guess. Halloween. it is Halloween time, I had just recently heard, and you you have heard of this. I actually just heard of this uh, this week. I found it kind of shocking. I was just I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about staged funerals. And when I th- first heard of staged funerals, yes. I was thinking maybe they bring actors in because I heard of that where you can. Bring actors in to make it seem like they had more people that cared for them. I don't know. I don't, I don't get the purpose of it. But I guess if no one's going to show up to a funeral, um, for whatever reason they don't go to this, a person's funeral, you can hire people to kind of act in. And then as they kind of were explaining a little bit more, then I started getting the impression that they would hire actors to not cry at the funeral or stand in at funerals, but to but to stage. Favorite activity. So, for example, if the person who had passed away was a huge tennis fan and they love playing tennis every morning and they go to all the Wimbledon events, I don't know, that they had actors kind of posing in tennis. Like, this is what actions. you thought? This is what I thought yeah. stage funerals was. This is... But no, in actuality, <laughs> they take this corpse and instead of putting them in a casket, they stage them into their favorite activity, like putting them in a tennis outfit and with a racket in their hand mm-hmm. or sitting at a poker table. I've seen some, yeah, where they're like sitting in a, just sitting in a chair, dressed up like they normally would. They're always just, wearing sunglasses. Just yeah, wearing sunglasses, just looking like they're chilling in a party. Just look like they're just hanging out in a party. Yeah, they, they don't talk to anybody. Yeah, they're just not talking. Super weird. These are stage funerals, and I was like, wait, what? Or somebody like sitting in their game chair with their game controller in their hand. Yeah, because they're a big gamer. Yeah. Um. So I just I, so they kind of caught me off guard. I was like, I don't know how to feel about that because it's almost ridiculous. There was somebody recently I seen, they buried him in his uh, he had this uh, really nice car. I don't know what car it was, but it was this old convertible. They and buried he, him in the car? Yeah, he's sitting there so it's, the wheel. So it's a huge oh my. Yeah, so the hole's big enough for a car to sit in, and they lowered the whole car into the hole with him behind the wheel. It's like a. Vin, do you know if it's like a vintage car? Yeah, it's car? a vintage car. It's a nice car. Okay. Vintage, super nice. For some reason this I dig a little bit more. Um, no pun intended <laughs> but i mean it's a waste of the car the cars i mean this is a his car car yeah it's his car maybe he asked to be buried in it yeah it's his car yeah so i mean they're just following his wishes not everyone can appreciate a nice car so if he's like i don't know anyone that will appreciate it i don't need the money to sell it so i'm getting buried in it i love it actually the more i think about it <laughs> and these stage funerals I, at first i thought well they definitely look ridiculous and the idea was a little ridiculous to me, but as I think about it a little bit more, it's kind of a nice homage as well. if someone was really into something and they were like, "You know what I want to be buried or I want to be remembered like this I kind of like it the more the more I kind of thought about it that's why I wanted to bring it up. What do you think about it brother? these staged funerals now that we talk more about it now it makes me want to do something with my body when I well, die. well what would oops, what would you what, what would you want to do okay? I don't want to be staged, but okay, because <laughs> that's kind of creepy. Maybe I'll just get cremated. Uh huh. Take my ashes. Uh huh. Put them in fishing lures. In fishing lures. Okay. In fishing lures, and I'll be catching fish after I die. Okay. All right. I'm gonna make a note of that. I just came up with that. This is amazing. I'm gonna make a note of that. So I'm gonna keep catching fish. I do after have, I die. I do I like have your death idea. day, so I'm gonna make a note of that. You do? Yes. Perfect. You can look that up, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just know. I know, I know <laughs> nice. these things. Nice. All right. If if you were going to stage yourself, how would you stage yourself? Because I, w- I was thinking about how I would do mine. With a fishing pole in my hand. So, like, would you, like, be sitting, like, in, like, a camping chair? I guess I would have to because I'm not going to be in a boat or kayak. So, I'd, yeah, just put me in a, in a chair with a fishing pole. All right. You Are you wearing, like, a vest with lures and stuff in it how about shirtless okay so you're going shirtless a little shirtless with this all one. right shorts i assume and flip-flops yeah because i know you will yeah yeah that's exactly how i do it from right. vision from shore might as well yeah okay so that's how you be staged i would want to be staged and I, this, I now remember you just told a story about the guy in the car um i had already thought about this before we came on the episode so this is my own idea i would want to be on my motorcycle so yeah. Uh, with my, well, I, you have to wear sunglasses, apparently, when you're your staged. So mm-hmm. I'll be wearing my sunglasses um, and my jacket and boots and on my motorcycle. That's how I want to be staged. Yeah, you have to have the sunglasses so it l- makes you look more alive. Yeah, I guess so. Because no one wants to stare into blank eyes or eyes closed sitting in the same. Yeah. It's, it's a Weekend at Bernie's type of thing. <laughs> yes. It's a Weekend at Bernie's. If you guys don't know the reference I'm talking about, watch Weekend at Bernie's. It's a classic. It's so good. <laughs> it doesn't go out of style. Well, I haven't watched it in a while. I don't know how the jokes are. Some, some of these, It's hard I'm to sh- watch I'm sure shows. they've aged. I'm sure they've all aged. Not that they age, but some would be like, that's inappropriate for today. You can't say these things today. I was just. Speaking of that, I was just reading some old advertisements that would not fly t- with today's times. Do you remember them? Yeah. It was a, it was like an advertisement for a shoe. And okay. there was a girl's face on the floor next to the shoe. Okay. And it's all, yeah, keep them where they're supposed to be. Ooh. <laughs> what, at your feet? <laughs> Ooh, crazy. Okay. And then okay. there was other ones where it was like, there's an old one where it was like a guy wearing a chef hat. And then, like, his wife behind him or something. And it's like, everyone knows that chefs just do the prepping and the women do all the cooking. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, I was going to make a joke. uh, And I don't know how it would land on here. But I'm going to kind of say it now because it's funny. When you talk about the, for this movie, the the armorer was a woman. Mm -hmm. I was about to say, well, there's your problem right there. (laughs) (laughs) Women shouldn't be in charge of guns. It's a total joke because if you listen to the episode, I have purchased my wife a gun and I'm teaching her how to shoot guns. (laughs) But, yeah, she's... F that up. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, okay. Halloween. um, Halloween week. Oh, this is Halloween week. So, fun time. I I probably won't get any (gasps) trick-or-treaters. You probably won't get any trick-or-treaters. So, we're not going to talk about what candy we'll have. Um, I've already talked about what costume I'll be. I'll be wearing an Olaf sweater because my daughter's wearing... Actually, we found out she's got two dresses, Anna and Elsa. So, she might be changing she wardrobe. She's going to be changing wardrobe mid trick or treat. Yeah, <laughs> Wardrobe <laughs> change. I can see it at the same houses. <laughs> yeah. Same <laughs> house. But, um... We did a history of Halloween on the EVP podcast that, that the Buco Boys plus Tim are on. The Wild Ginger. The Wild Ginger. It's going to be episode 36. It's going to probably be released the same time this podcast is released. So if you're curious about the history of Halloween, but you want to know the history and be entertained at the same time, you need to watch or listen to that episode. it would be episode 36 of the EVP podcast. You guys check it out. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, folks.